to C3 Church Hepburn Heights. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. None of what we, none of what we just saw uh, would exist. None of that would exist without the love of God being a, a spark in our hearts here. It started as that little unction on the inside, a little spark, and, and then it moved to our church together, us making a determined decision that, that we were going to pray, we were going to give, and those who were called to, they were going to go. And then now we would see a tangible representation of God's love in the Bukit region in Bali. Something of the kingdom of heaven alive on planet earth as we determined to partner together. And as we've heard, and again, if you're new with us, Beyond is our local, regional, and global missions efforts. And here's a little rhyme that may help you. God's love of finding vessels through which to flow, alive and tangible, in our pray, give, and go. Oh, isn't that cute? Isn't that cute? God's love finding vessels through which to flow, alive and tangible in our pray, give, and go. Now, 2020, we are, we're, we're here in November, talking about beyond. This was designed to be in May, and hence why we have a little six-month window now as we roll November through to May, and let's see what the world looks like in 2021, and we're endeavouring to be back here uh, May 2021, hitting a, a full beyond year, but we've seen this year that there is much that is beyond our control. Anyone associate with that? Anyone have a, a trip? Just give me a wave. If you, You've had a trip booked somewhere that you couldn't do. You got a, who's got Air Asia credits that, uh, I don't know if I'm ever, yeah, it's, uh, let's see if we can use them. I hope so. It's, uh, there, there has, uh, you know, much has changed for so many of us and there's been a level of uncertainty and in certain areas. And, and again, we've been reminded that so much is out of our control and, and for, for a lot of, you know, semi-comfortable Westerners, this isn't a sense that we enjoy feeling because we want to believe at, at least that, that we've got so much of our life kind of mapped out and under, under control and there are parts of that that are wonderful and there are parts of that that are, that are horrible. But this year has shaken some of that inside of us and there is so much we can't control, but there are some things that we absolutely can control. And so despite what is happening in the season around us, we can still choose to be people of love. Even if everything falls apart, right? If we, if we lost everything, there are still some things that we can control and we could still choose to be a person who receives the love of God. Despite that, we could still be someone who shines and shares the love of God. 
despite. And so we want to be here despite what this year has been going, you know what, the love of God is going to continue to shine. And because of the strength and robust nature of this church, during all COVID-19 has been, we haven't had to pull back at all in our loving arms that reach out that we've seen probably in in what we've talked about here is maybe 10% of really what happens on the beyond machine through through so many of us and through so many things that we're never really going to get to actually see. But that has gone out with force through this season and we haven't had to hold back one iota. Obviously, there are some practical things we haven't been able to do like touchdown personally in, in Mumbai, uh, etc. But we have sent the arms of love out incredibly this year together. And in a world that is so uncertain, nothing is more anchoring than love. In a world that has so much darkness, nothing is more radiant than love. And we can't control a lot of things, but we can control the amount of love we let flow through us. We can make choices here as we have. We can continue to, in a world that is so divided and polarized, there is nothing more unifying than love. And this is who our God is and therefore who we are called to be. MJ. Why don't you come and join us? Can we welcome MJ as he reads all of 1 Corinthians 13 for us in the Passion Translation? (laughs) Not in Afrikaans. Yes. If I were to speak with elegance in earth's many languages and in heavenly tongues of angels, yet I didn't express myself with love, my words would be reduced to a hollow sound of nothing more than a clanging cymbal. And if I were to have the gift of prophecy with a profound understanding of God's hidden secrets, and if I possessed unending supernatural knowledge, and if I had the greatest gift of faith that can move mountains, but have never learned to love, then I am nothing. If I were to be so generous as to give away everything I owned to feed the poor, and to offer my body to be burned as a martyr, without the pure motive of love, I would gain nothing of value. Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements, nor inflate in its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect, nor selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love, is joyfully cele- love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter, for it never stops believing the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. Love never stops loving. It extends beyond the gift of prophecy, which eventually fades away. It is more enduring than tongues, which will one day fall silent. Love remains long after words of knowledge are forgotten. Our present knowledge and our prophecies are but partial. But when love's perfection arrives, the partial will fade away. When I was a child, I spoke about childish matters, for I saw things like a child and reasoned like a child. But the day came when I matured and I set aside my childish ways." 
For now we see but a faint reflection of riddles and mysteries, as they're reflected in a mirror. But one day we will see face to face. My understanding is incomplete now, but one day I will understand everything, just as everything about me has been fully understood. Until then, there are three things that remain, faith, hope, and love. Yet love surpasses them all. So above all else, let love be the beautiful prize for which you run. Beautiful. Thanks, MJ. It's the word of God. Well, it's been an interesting week in the Schroeder house, the uh, kind of week and a half that has been as our middle girl came down unwell and that looked like fever, followed by vomiting and vomiting on the floor that I had laid, uh, where I was concerned about her well-being, but also about the wetness destroying the floor. Uh, so it was very quick to clean up the mess, uh, followed by unusual rash that was spreading, and then excessive joint pain, like excruciating, immobilizing joint pain, and, and then her being unable to move. It was, it was pretty full on, and you know, as a parent, uh, your kids get sick regularly, but this, this was a different one. So it ended up with us being uh, in a couple of different hospitals and quarantined as a, as a part of that. It's good fun. And everybody looks at you like you've got COVID, and you're about to ruin Western Australia. It's uh, uh, endless tests, literally endless tests as they're trying to figure out what's going on, and then kind of four or five days in hospital. Uh, Ayla's on the mend, she's here, uh, it's all good. But uh, I want to springboard from this experience a little as we, as we look at three facets of love. And just quickly this morning as we, as we do that, we're going to look at, firstly, where is God's love when life is messy? Secondly, love is. And thirdly, love does. So where is God's love when life is messy? And Ayla, at a couple of points here, but one that I particularly remember, she, she looked at me with, you know, when your kid's unwell and, and all the life is kind of drained out of their face and, and uh, she, she says, Dad, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And then followed up by, why, <laughs> why isn't God taking my pain away? It's like, you're the pastor. <laughs> We've been praying. There were lots of people praying. And so this... This innocent but very real, very pertinent question. I need help right now. Where is the help? Where is, have you ever been in that place before, right? God, I need help right now, not just as a concept, but as a very real reality for me right now. And, and man, I can, I can say walking through the children's hospital, my heart goes out to to parents who have walked through much worse sickness than what we experience with their kids and, and to kids who have to battle. And it's, yeah, it's difficult. And there are very real challenges that we have to walk through in life. And this was a little one for us. And we walk through challenges with, with many others, as do you know, all of us here in, in part. Daddy, why isn't God 
taking the pain away. I can't do this anymore. 1 Corinthians 13. This isn't how I responded to Ayla right in the moment, by the way. Let me tell you, just open your Bible, Ayla. Uh, but 1 Corinthians 13, 12 tells us my, my understanding is incomplete now. Words that we don't like to hear. Or we so often try and push away and, and pretend like we've got it figured out. I have Christianity figured out. Like we, we can respond that way, right? Uh, and we can kind of feel, if we don't respond, that we should have a sense of that. Like I, I've been following God for however many decades and I have him figured out. Uh, that it's, it's ground that we find ourselves feeling we should stand on. But if we then stop and think at a deeper, la- a deeper layer, a deeper level about what we're actually saying there, it's ground that none of us will ever get close to standing on. That my understanding is incomplete now, but one day I will understand everything and, and this day won't happen while we're still on earth. And, and we need to remember that we don't see the full picture. That we don't see the full picture that God sees and however close we are in our intimacy with our Savior, whatever our, our Bible EQ, whatever our grasp of doctrine, whatever our whatever, we still understand in part. We still have this partially figured out. And whenever we try and step over those lines and, and feel like we should have it all figured out, or feel like God should take our advice in a certain circumstance, then again, we're, we're forgetting our position before him. And it's, a, I don't know, a little like your, your four-week-old newborn trying to, trying to give comment on how America should run its political situation. Like, it just it doesn't make sense. And for us trying to assume that we understand how the maker of all things should run the universe and trying to lecture here is actually a really dangerous place for us to live and it just leaves us frustrated. But now we don't want to be so back-footed in this. And so it continues here, the scripture in verse 13. Until then, until we've got it all figured out, here's what we do. You're not going to have it figured out just yet, so here, this, this can help you. Until then, there are three things that remain. Despite whatever's going on around us, whether you're in a horrendous season or a joyous one, these three things can remain for you in your season, faith, hope, and love. Yet love surpasses them all. These things remain in whatever is going on, that when it all falls apart, there is the opportunity for us to find the love of God. Even in a horrendous circumstance and to find strength in Him. There is the opportunity for us to share the love of God, even when we're walking through that experience. But God doesn't want us to not be in a place of faith. These things remain faith, hope, and love. And, and faith in God is believing for the very best, is believing for the miracle, is asking and declaring that, God, we want to see your power move in this circumstance. And that's what we did in Ayla's, 
in Ayla's world, right then in the moment. Now, the answer didn't come right in the there and then. So what do you do with that? And now this is a whole message that goes off, and, and there are incredible books on this. And if you're really struggling or grappling with something here, talk to someone and go on a journey to figure out, don't leave those lingering tensions floating in your world. Do something to resolve them as much as possible, because there are great answers in this space. But if the, if the faith stance doesn't find its now expression, we've got to again trust that God is love because love surpasses everything and that ultimately God knows best and God's best is best. And we find ourselves here then in a place of hope that our hope is still robust in Him even when we haven't seen what we thought we were going to see. And we have to understand that God sees the bigger Picture, so where is God's love when life is messy? Well, he's right there with his arms open wide. And he is calling us to be right there with our arms open wide. Love is. Love is. Now, the reality is, as we do life, there are people around us in pain. In physical pain, emotional pain, mental pain. There, there are people as we do life and we find ourselves in that place in, in certain times. And I want to give a shout out to the nurses at Perth Children's Hospital who were like the love of God personified. And shout out to all the nurses and people in the helping professions like that. Like, you, you can't always change the outcome for someone but you can actually profoundly shape their experience as they're walking through their whatevers. And so even the, the doctors and nurses, they didn't necessarily have answers for us. As even at the end, they just kind of had to give their best guesses and, and try to pump in different meds. And, and it was interesting. But here's the thing. The love that was present was profound and shaped the experience in ways that Ayla and Em and I will, will never forget just because they were there and they personified something of love. Love is. Love is just present sometimes. Just being there. Just a smile. Just in your doing, in your day-to-day life, as we let God's love be in us and we let that flow through us, it can profoundly shape people's experiences and it's like whether these nurses knew God or not there's something of his love and his beauty shining through them and so for us as followers of Christ there's got to be a resonating yes 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 this is who I am called to be also and for us to then make a choice whatever we can't control we can control and choose and allow his love to flow through us in these natural, normal ways. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4 says, Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. And let us again make choices here that love is, sometimes love is small moments that are so large for somebody else. And so when, when love is large, sometimes 
We are only doing something so small, but there's this supernatural opening, this awakening as we activate the goodness of God, where it is so large in somebody else's world. But love also does. And we were blown away. Ayla will never forget the cards, the flowers, the gifts, the little squishy things that they play with, the stationery sets, the balloons, the satin eye mask that you wear when you're sleeping. It's very flash, very flash. The, the gift from one of her best friends who's got a little sister and the little sister felt bad for Ayla and, and so made a card for her and had $5 of pocket money and said, I just want to give Ayla this, this $5 and put it in the card and, and gave it to her. And these, these acts of love, profound for her, love does. Love moves us to action. There's something tangible. And, and with this, though, there's a sacrifice there's a sacrifice of time or money to pull this off. And, and people did this for, for Ayla. And, and, you know, beyond is, is similar to what we're talking about here. Beyond is love doing. This is together, us corporately, love doing. And, you know, is it the only way? No. Is the person who gave Ayla balloons, were they wrong in giving her a balloon because they, they should have given her a tennis ball? Uh, there, there are multiple ways to express love. And, you know, beyond for us is our corporate way of joining together to do this. And if we think about our, our beyond reach, if we're thinking about love does, this, this is one of our ways where this is just a tangible act of love that comes from us. If we think about our faith commitment, again, this is love doing. This is love being activated, a tangible act of love. And so I want us to think about our... Our faith commitment right now, just for a sec. And if you are, again, if you're newer with us, this is how we roll our beyond season. We come, normally it's, it's once a year, every 12 months, and we, we come together as a church community and we go, okay, Lord, if I think about the next 12 months, how much are you calling me to give over and above my regular giving? How much are you calling me to give that, that goes out? That's to missions. This is love doing incredible things out in our local, regional, and global community. And so we, we do this. And so now we're thinking about this as a church community for the next six months. The next six months. What does my faith commitment look like? And as you heard earlier, together, we've given over $440,000 since August last year. And this is real people, this is you and me, giving our tens or hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands according to your means and according to what God is prompting of you. And so I want us to, if we can jump to the, let's jump to the website actually, thanks Ben. Let's, let's chuck that up. And so as you've heard, most of this is going to be online. So if you, if you go to c3hh.com today, you, you can see slash program slash beyond, but you can just go slash beyond and it, it also takes you here. And so you'll see the, the beautiful little map concept that we have this year. I, I love it. It's, uh, it's really cool. And let's just yeah, scroll down a little bit. And so on the, on the left-hand side there, we won't click on it, but 
that'll open up to a greater descriptor on all the different things. Well, a lot of the different things, they're not all there. Uh, it's just there's too much to fully, to fully note there. Uh, but those are all the things uh, that are mentioned there that we're involved in. And then here over on the right-hand side, this is our faith commitment and our I'm in pin. Now, typically, if you've been with us for many years, we've done our faith commitment moment here together in church on a Sunday. Now you're going to head home and do that in your home, virtually here, online. And then as you do your faith commitment, so you go through as we normally would, and so whether you're going to be giving a monthly amount for the next six months or a a one-off offering, whatever it is, whatever works for you, you then will follow through with an I'm in pin. And these I'm in pins are a statement and a beautiful visual representation of love touching down on planet Earth. And so if we scroll down to the map a little here, now some of our staff have jumped on, we couldn't wait for today, and so, so we've, we've filled this out a little bit. And so every person who's a part of our church community across our five locations, as we, as we jump on and, and put in our faith commitment, then we get the opportunity to put an I'm in pen for you know, somewhere in the suburb where you live. And this is us saying, I'm in. I'm in. And we can look at this map and have a sense of all of these different people, the people on your left and right and in front and behind who are like, I'm in. God's love, tangible form, I'm in. I'm in. And we're going to see over the next few weeks, we're going to see these pins popping up all over this map, and you can zoom in, you can zoom out, and if you, if you zoom right out, you'll be able to see Bali, and you'll see these, there are teenagers who are saying, I'm in, and you'll see that represented with these little I'm in pins. Now, you need to know as well, it doesn't have your name on the I'm in pin if you hover over it. It doesn't say how much you gave, where you live, whether you like dogs or cats. It's got no personal information, so you don't freak out anything weird there. It's just, a, again, a, this beautiful visual representation of who we are and us being in together. So church, over the next few weeks, jump on, take your flyer, talk to God. If you're married, talk to your spouse and let's jump in together. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 7. Love is a safe place of shelter, for it never stops believing for the best. Love never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. And then verse 8, love never stops loving. Let's do this. Thanks so much for joining us here on our podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more about our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, go to c3hh.com.au.